And welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. My name is Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza, Adam, and Tony. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hi. Good. How's it going? Hey. Pretty good. It's good because I had just had a nap. Yeah. We know. <laughs> Sorry. Ain't nothing like um, a good okay. nap. One of the reasons we're tired is we were down in Disney last weekend having a great time, and one of the things we did was go to the Halloween party. Yeah. We partied all night. We did, or at least till midnight. At least till midnight. Um, That's late for yes. us, though. And I have to say, Liza and I had the best costumes, right? The Jackie Kennedy and Marilyn. Best. Um, yeah, and you were JFK. Yeah, I, I think that was pretty good, too. you were JFK. Although you did have good sunglasses. I really oh, liked come them. come on. I had the JFK sunglasses. I had the the shoes that he wore, the white Sperry's boat mm-hmm. shoes. Yeah. I had the presidential windbreaker which if you're a historian out there you know that it's the presidential windbreaker is very iconic (laughs) and i know i will say this during the parade the mad hatter mid seek dance sequence looked at me while he's doing his whole routine and said happy birthday mr president so you think he might have been saying that to liza who was no, dressed- no, no, he looked at my face <laughs> and he said that to me. And because now Liza was standing next to me, so I think he he obviously figured it out mid dance sequence. I thought that was pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive. That's, That's pretty awesome. Impressive. Yes. Okay. Well, Tony, why don't you, t- Tony, who was also there but was not dressed up? Oh wait, you were dressed no, no. up. Oops. I was dressed up, but I was with my family. That's right. Not my podcast family. My my physical blood relation family. Do you know what? We didn't see your kids, did we? Yeah, we did. I, yes, you did. God. Okay. See, it was like such a blur. It did go by kind of fast. But, I mean, but we did see each other at the party. We just saw, stopped and said hello and took a quick picture. I do remember that part. Yeah, you do. And then, I need sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was really fun. Um, there was a few different things this year. So we can talk about that. Why don't we go ahead and turn it over to Tony. Tony, tell people who might not know what Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is. Sure. Uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party uh, is pretty much that. It is a Halloween party. It's not too scary. It can be scary. Uh, It goes on on select nights uh, in the Magic Kingdom from August 17th uh, through October. Um, It's generally two, three, four times a week. Uh, as it gets closer to Halloween and in October, they'll be doing it four nights a week. Uh, the park will close at 7 o'clock uh, to regular guests. It's a separate ticketed event. And the cost of varies uh, on some of the earlier uh, August and September nights, uh, $75 up to $125 per person on Halloween night. Uh, there are special parades, special shows, special fireworks. Uh, this year, certain rides have had... Uh, special modifications made to them and of course the best part of halloween uh trick-or-treating and costumes uh can can be worn by the guests uh kids and adults so it's a little bit of special stuff that you don't generally get to do uh, in the magic kingdom Uh, unless you're a kid kids can you know dress as princesses and pirates but uh, adults generally don't get to go in in costume so it's uh it's a pretty fun night yeah i like it what was scary about it it was not so scary, actually. But he said it can't be kind of scary. Well, I, I think Space Mountain was a little scary. Uh, right. to you can be scary. That is not scary. The Headless Horseman oh. can be scary. 
I'm going to side with Tony. I the grave think, diggers can be yeah. scary. Grave diver- diggers can be a little scary. The little dancers behind them. But we'll get to the parade in a second. Okay. Um, let me... Let me ask each one of you, what is your favorite part of the Halloween party? I'm going to go with Adam. So my favorite part has to be, because I don't really care much for Halloween. I know that's sacrilegious around here. But my favorite part is the rides. Because there's less people in the parks, the rides will have lower wait times. And this time, which is new, Pirates of the Caribbean had something different. Space Mountain had something different. Even the teacups had something different. So you were getting on the rides, and they were different than what you normally experience during a regular day. So right. that, that was my favorite. Yeah, I like that too. I, th- I think there's definitely something to be said for the fact that, you know, even if you don't like Halloween like you, you can get on the rides. You know, you could ride a lot of things during the parade. So I think that's oh, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you, Tony? What do you think? My favorite, uh, Booty You Parade. Uh, I love the Grave Diggers. It's the best five minutes of my year is, is seeing those guys with <laughs> wow. their shovels. Aw, <laughs> you should have dressed up like one of those guys. Yeah, right? that would have been awesome, actually. Next year, have your wife dress up as like the little ladies that follow in the outfits, the little dancers. Right. That would have been I, funny. I, I did think the the funniest part of the parade, uh, for those of you who have not been, the parade starts off with the Headless Horseman. Uh, riding down it used to be a full gallop uh however uh, since he took a spill a couple of years ago on a corner uh it is now a i'll say a quick trot trot. yeah um and he starts off the parade and a couple minutes later uh, the horse pooper scooper uh guy comes behind him and i don't know where you guys were watching the parade from but we were watching it in Frontierland, and the parade starts just uh next to Splash Mountain, and as the pooper scooper guy was walking down with his little uh, trash cart and shovel, he got more applause yes! uh, than, than the Headless Horseman did, and it was the funniest, and he was he was living it up, too, he waving at people and smiling, and I know, I love people that. were taking pictures of him, it was, it was very funny. That was funny, we were in Frontierland, too, we were kind of by Country Bears, like across the street over there, so we weren't very far from you. Okay. Yeah. We were avoiding us. Yeah, we didn't see you, though. But see, the Pooper Scooper guy was hilarious. And I, th- I thought that was funny, too. My favorite thing about the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is adults being able to dress up in costumes. Because I really like that. I like walking around. It's almost like you get to be a kid and dress up for Halloween, you know? Because it's kind of lame right. when you do it and you go trick-or-treating with your kids <laughs> in the neighborhood. And you're like, Wait a I'm- minute. Is that lame? Because I always dress up with the kids. I understand. But then I always feel like they're looking at me like, yeah, like, are you just no. trying to get candy? No, because everyone in our neighborhood dresses up. Like well, all the, I don't. It's there's more people unusual. in my neighborhood that do it too. But it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's so different in Magic Kingdom because it's like expected almost. Like you're supposed to right. dress up. You know what I mean? It's not just like a kid thing. It's like everybody participates and everybody gets to be a kid. Right. Kind of a thing. It, I mean, I know there are neighborhoods that everybody gets involved, and you can have Halloween parties. You know, at people's houses or other events and stuff, but. It's nice to see everybody's costumes, and there's a lot of cool costumes. Ours was the best yeah. this year, but that's okay. And then um, I ours also, were funny. Ours are the best. Like, it was funny because like sometimes people, you could tell they were kind of like putting the pieces together, and they're like, "Oh, okay." So no, it was fun. I I agree with you. I think probably I don't know. I I think the parade is probably my favorite. But the other thing that I like is 
I like the Boo to You parade music. Yeah, I do too. I like that, that song. Because but it don't you hate it head. when it gets gets stuck in your head? Because it'll be stuck in your head for like three weeks. I still like it. I'm though. still singing it to myself. I was singing it in the kitchen earlier before I fell asleep. Sorry. I still um, like it though. It's so much better yeah. than that fireworks. I love fireworks. Love them. And I love the 360 fireworks. But I cannot deal with that music. That music. Or 180. Yeah. Sorry. The I was like 360. Well, Wait a minute. Did I not turn sorry, around? The one- <laughs> but didn't they used to do that in the Christmas party? Uh, I think they I did. Don't think so. I think they did. Maybe. Uh, New Year's Eve is like when maybe two seventy. It's like three quarters of a circle. Okay, well, we're, whatever. They do the the fireworks around you, and it's really cool. But the the part. Mr. Geometry. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. Somebody uh, went to school that day. Yeah. yeah, just that day. I fell asleep um, during that class, but I don't like that music. Yeah, I I uh oh, you don't like the fireworks music? No. Well, yeah. You know, it didn't bother me at all. I mean, I I liked it. I mean, they play kind of Halloween music. Um, it was cute. Um, I have to agree, though. I have to say, I think it's the parade for me as well. And we should probably mention the parade is twice a night. Check but, your time guides. Yeah, check, <laughs> check your time guides. What, whatever the case, here's the thing. What I would tell people is, okay, so everyone's got a strategy for the Halloween party and everyone has a reason for going. Some people are going to the Halloween party because they want to be seen in their costume. You can tell some of the costumes are so ornate and put together. And a lot of times they're themed, you know, you have a group of people and there's a theme going. Um, Those people are really there to be seen, right? Other people are like, I'm going, I'm going to get free candy and I'm going to ride as many rides. For those people, they're going to skip that first parade because everyone's going to be at the parade. So then you could really get on the rides. So that's a, an idea if you want to ride a lot of things and, you know, you can wait till later for the parade. Plus, the other thing about waiting till later for the parade is that all the little kids go home by then. Yes, yes. Everybody seems to clear out right after those fireworks yeah. and they start leaving. And if you're a photographer and you have your camera out, they allow everybody until like 1 a.m. basically to get out of there. So you have an hour after that right. last midnight. If you can hang out and loiter around... <laughs> Until a lot of those people clear out, you can get some really good lit shots of the Magic Kingdom at night decorated with hardly anybody there. Right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. So so one thing, you know, I, I love the parade. I, I think most of us agree that the parade is a, a great aspect of the of the evening. But another aspect is not only are the people in costumes, but a lot of the characters are in costumes. Mm. And there are a lot of photo opportunities uh, with characters, all seven dwarves. Moana is there. Uh, Mickey and Minnie in their Halloween costumes. And I must say, um, as much as the parade is my favorite part of that evening, the character interactions are my least favorite. With us, you know, coming down, we do the party. We have one night. Uh, even if we're there for two, you know, even if we're there for a longer stay and the party occurs on multiple nights, we're not going to pay that extra money and go a second night. So, we're there. We had one night. We had we actually had to leave by 10 because we were leaving at 4 a.m. the next morning for our flight. But the weights for the characters, you know, you really you really have to choose what you're going to do. It was either are you going to do rides? Are you going to do a combination of rides and a parade? Or are you going to do characters? Because when Moana has a two-hour wait or a three-hour wait to take a picture, it's great that the crowds are light, but she is so popular a character um, even for the the dwarves, you know, it was like an hour wait with some of those characters. Oh, so it's great 
that they're there and it's a nice photo opportunity, but it really, really kills your evening when you're standing yeah. in line for two hours. It's horrible. I would add to that. Um, last year we went to the party and one of the people we went with, she was able to get a Be Our Guest reservation and we were like, well, how do you turn that down, right? Um, and so the Liza, I, and our friend Alicia, we all went. And what was it, about two and a half, three hours? Yeah, it was a lot of time. We wasted our entire party. I mean, like, we got out in time for the parade, but it was already, it was, you know, it was ridiculous. Um, so I don't recommend having a dining reservation for that time unless you get one, like, at 4 o'clock. You know, as Tony kind of touched on, they'll let you into the park at 4 o'clock. You don't have to have a ticket that day. You just start going in early. Um, you know, if you don't want to do anything during that time, you could do something like dinner. But seriously, don't do it at 7.30, 8 o'clock at night when the party is in full swing. Yeah. And, and that's a nice little tip for people. If you're going to be down there, whether it's during the not-so-scary Halloween party or during the very merry Christmas party, if you want to go with your family, the party lasts until midnight. The ticketed time, the start time is 7. They will start letting you in the park as of 4 p.m. So if you don't go to the park in the first part of the day, you can go from 4 p.m. to midnight, get a full eight hours in the park, and not need to use another day's worth of admission to get into the park for the first part of the day. And I believe if you're a DVC member, Chris, uh, you might have more uh, information on this, but DVC, they are, start, they are letting in earlier than 4 p.m. I believe it was noon. Yeah, it was early, which is funny because, you know, I mean, it's kind of right now they're trying to do a lot of perks for DVC owners. And I guess that's one of the ones they just threw out there, which is kind of nice. Well, they should. I think they should get. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's a lot of money. So I think they should like. It is a lot of money and we own DVC and I do like those perks. I'm not going to lie. Um, DVC lounge. But um, yeah, yeah no, I thought that's a nice bonus. And one, one thing I always tell people anyway is if you have younger kids, don't go to the park that day. Like go ahead and, um, you know, in. spend the day, take a nap, go to the pool um, it's still warm enough to swim and, and then I, go in it for And I feel like if you're not spending that long of a trip, so like let's say you just have like a four-day trip or a three-day trip, right? that is the great way to see the Magic Kingdom without burning a ticket. If you do the Halloween party, you've got small kids, you can knock out those Fantasyland attractions with minimal weights. You don't have to, you know, wait around for Small World or wait around. I mean, Peter Pan, you don't even have to wait that long. I mean, it's... Right. It's a really good way to do it. So, and I, I, I think as usual, the longest wait was Peter Pan. Yeah, uh, it, I saw it upwards of fifty minutes. I think when we went, it was twenty minutes. The the one downside to the evening is there are no fast passes available. But since the crowd is uh, limited, you know the park capacity is like a hundred thousand. I don't know if Disney does thirty thousand tickets or forty thousand tickets, but it's definitely nowhere near capacity. The rumor um, is twenty five thousand. Which is which is awesome because most weights are minimal. Um, you know, the average wait time I'm going to say was probably 20 minutes. Really? Right. And I noticed even Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I, you know, we were standing across from there just sort of talking, and like the whole time it was like 30 minutes. You know, it was it was very manageable. And a lot of that in these extra long queues. Like, frankly, Peter Pan was 20 minutes, but the queue is so long. That's that's all it was basically. Was like going walking through the, queue. the queue is a lot of it. Yeah. Like Space Mountain, 
last year when we went, I rode it four times in a row with no wait. Basically, you waited like maybe a couple of minutes once you got all the way through that line just to load on the attraction, and then we get off and then just go right back on. And you know how long that queue is, so you've got to walk and walk and walk. Right. But it was worth it. I mean, it's worth it. I think if you want to ride attractions with minimal weights. But I do tell people the fireworks and the parade, you really need to see that because that's special yeah. to that. I wouldn't pass that up, even though I don't I like would, music. I would tell, okay, so so there are a lot of extra things. You know, we've touched on there's the parade they do twice. There is fireworks that's at some point during those two. But there's also a castle show. Adam, we didn't go to the castle show. We actually <laughs> went on some more rides, but Adam went. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so they got their uh, Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular. Um, they utilize the castle front court stage that they do the Mickey's um, show in during the day. They offer it three times for that night. Uh, the, the the last time, they offer it at midnight. So, in theory, you could stay for that last show that starts at midnight, and then you're walking out of the park at, you know, it lasts about 15 minutes. So you're walking out of the park quarter after... And while mostly everybody else, I guess, at that point had left. But um, they used the Sanderson sisters from that movie Hocus Pocus that's now 25 years old. Right. Um, If you enjoy those stage shows and you have good eyesight, I would say go. I don't see distance very well. So where I was standing, I really couldn't see much. It was all just big blurs of things moving around. (laughs) But but they incorporate... um, Dancing on the stage, they incorporate a lot of the not, well. They incorporate a lot of the villains. Um, some of them are different versions of what you're used to. So, like Captain Hook is not the face character Captain Hook. It's an actual person with the um, with just makeup made to look like Captain Hook. So that's a little different. And if you're standing close enough, you'll be able to see that more up front. Same thing with Hades from Hercules. But I tell you what, the actor, the actresses playing the Sanderson sisters are very good. They, the, especially the one that plays the Bette Midler character. I, I do apologize. I don't know the, the character name, but the Bette Midler character, the woman doing that was very good. And that, that's it. Bette Midler's a hard actor to try to, you know, duplicate. Um, well, did you see her? It, what do you mean did I see her? Well, you said she was a blob. Well, I mean, like, their faces are, like, kind of blurred for me. But, I mean, I understood what was going on. But, like, I could hear everything, you know. Now, whether or not... Now, I don't know if they're saying that live or if that's all pre-recorded. It's probably pre-recorded now that I think about it. But whoever did the voice was pretty good. If you like the, the, the big stage shows with the dance numbers and they have their own music that they've figured out, that they've created... And you like seeing the villains up there, go, you know, stand there and go see it. They offer it three times a night. Probably the best time to see it is if you're planning on staying there the whole time, the best time to go is that last showing because then you're, you've gone, so you've, you've done everything up until midnight and then you get that bonus 15, 20 minutes of show just, you know, standing there and watching. Now, Grant, yes, you're standing and if it's still hot and humid out, oh, you're standing there and it's hot and you got your costume on and that's how I was. But it's entertaining if you enjoy if you enjoy that movie, that Hocus Pocus movie, which has a cult following nowadays, definitely do it. And if you enjoy, you, you like your villains, you like your Maleficent, your um, Dr. Fel- uh, Felicier and Oogie Boogie. Love Oogie Boogie. Those are, they're, pre- they're predominantly featured in that show. And they have a couple other ones that show up too. So, okay. 
definitely. I, I, I also would like to add that um, they have dance parties. So they have different kind of dance parties. So if you have small kids that enjoy dancing with the characters or seeing characters, there's certain areas that you can go. They have uh, Mike Wazowski and Sully are in the Tomorrowland stage. Um, and they're just there throughout the party, 7 p.m. till midnight. You can hang out. And also, Storybook Circus Disney Junior Jam was a new one this year, which I didn't get to check out. Because I don't know if I went in that Storybook Circus area this time. But Doc McStuffins is there and other Disney Junior characters. And they were, they have a dance party there as well. Cranky Tony's going to come out for just a second and say there's, right a dance part, there's a dance party everywhere. It's like the minute something new comes out, you know, there's there's also an Incredibles dance party. Oh, that's right. Incredibles Ed, Ed, dance party. Edna Mode was running the dance party yes. over in yeah. uh, Space Mountain uh, area. Yeah. So, it, you know, Disney these days, every time they announce something, uh, they, you know, there's special foods, special snacks for the Halloween party. Um, and, Do you, you know, know what's... There's Interest. probably a dance party for those snacks. You know, that's that's the way it seems like everything is these days. Do you know what's interesting? I always find it interesting how Disney kind of pulls from, like, Disney's a huge company, but they don't start the trends. They just sort of pick and choose, right? Mm-hmm. Because w- well, you mentioned the whole food thing, and everywhere you look lately, there's a, you know, purple wall slushy and a special cronut and this, like, all this theme stuff, all this stuff that kind of looks great in pictures on Instagram that, that people were doing, you know, people were kind of doing a lot of these things before Disney, and Disney sort of saw those things that kind of, you know, picks it, they pick and choose. I think that's interesting, and it's true about the dance party, too, you know, I mean, like, I don't know. They just kind of throw that stuff well, out. We there. were watching some dads get down now. Remember, Christina? Yeah, we really were. We really we did. Actually, they were pretty good dancers. I was really surprised because a lot of times you see the moms out there dancing, but you don't see the dads. But there were some dads out there who could who could actually dance. Yeah, so. they were they were giving it their all. They were. They were really trying. So, <laughs> oh, um, and the cadaver dance. We didn't see them, but the dapper dance become the cadaver dance. Now, that is cool. I saw that last year. I don't know how we missed it this year, to I be know. Honest. I'm kind of bummed about that, actually, but yeah. I, I love them. It's funny it's how just... they get rid of the dance the dance clubs at downtown Disney, right, 10 years ago, whatever it was, and then they start adding them back in in the parks. Go figure. I know it's a different type of dance. I um, get it. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of the same. The dance what? party at Disneyland, it was kind of lame. I mean, it was like trying so hard to be hip, but it was like Disney hip, you know? Like, <laughs> we're so cool. Look at me. <laughs> I'm so cool. I've got a Mad Hatter hat on, and I'm spitting some tunes. Oh, I remember that one. I was like, Oh, that oh. was a Mad Tea Party, that one. Yeah, yes, that was bad. Mad tea party. Disneyland. I remember Adventure. going there and going, oh, okay, no. Hippie. <laughs> yeah. Dang hippies. Yeah, hippies. <laughs> We were talking about this earlier. Okay. All right. One of the things we like about the Halloween party is the free food. Now, I do have to mention, they have trick-or-treating, and it's all over the place. And you can literally take bags and bags of food home with you. How wet? Well, if you want to call candy food. I do. Um, But if you have a kid with allergies, you can go to City Hall. Is it City Hall? It's it's the town hall, right? Mm -hmm. No, Mickey, it's the um, Town Square Theater, I think it's technically called, right? Thank you. You can go to the Town Square Theater and you can get allergy-free candy. So kids who have allergies can go ahead and they can exchange the candy they get when they're trick-or-treating for the allergy-free candy, you know, the safe candy at the Town Square. 
or they can go ahead and just, you know, get it there to begin with. So, and Liza actually tried to get a hard candy. They were like, I don't think so. I just allergy free, you know, because I'm an old yeah. man. Allergy free <laughs> candy is also available in Liberty Square. You'll know that because they have all the little teal bags and everything. That's a sign that, you know, it's allergy. And as, as far as candy goes, um, you know, it's, it's brand name stuff. Uh, there were multiple versions of M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, Musketeer bars, Starburst, Dove bars, Twix bars, uh, Lifesavers, and uh, I think that's... Uh, that's M&M it. Mars stuff, a uh, lot of it. M&M right? Mars and, and then some. And then some, yeah. I mean, there was a, there was a um, British Whopper clone in there that I never heard of. Like the Whoppers, you know, the, um, what are Whoppers? They're, um, malted milk. Malted oh, milk. I love those. Right? But they were like a, from British company, and I'd never heard of them. And then, yeah, I hadn't. But either. they had like different Twix that I didn't realize existed. Like the left and chocolate. the right ones? No, no, no. Like the white chocolate one, and there was one with dark chocolate. That was pretty good, actually. And they had like the caramel M&Ms, and, um, I think the bag they give, here, oh, they give you a bag, right? To, mm-hmm. to hold your candy, but it's not that big. So if you're looking yeah. to pawn some candy home, either bring your own you know, grocery bag, your own pillowcase. Or go into a store and buy something well, and get a Disney plastic bag. Or, you, yeah. Yeah. or just ask. Or even just ask. <laughs> They'll give it to you, actually, yeah. because they're nice that way. The Columbia Harbor House Liberty, Liberty Square uh, location, uh, I, I think one of the funnest parts was the cast members the getting funnest. into it. Mm-hmm. And we would walk up to Liberty Square, and as we were walking by, there were like two cast members out front trying to draw people into their queue. And as you approached them, they just started chanting, candy, candy, candy. Yes. And they were really getting into it. And then you walked in there, and they were filling candy up by like multiple handfuls. Whereas if you went over into, uh, I don't know, let's say Fantasyland, you know, my wife and daughter went through one of the lines where the woman was like handing out two candies per person. And then if you tried to go to the person next to her, they said, no, you have to walk all the way through the line again. Ah, whereas whereas wow. the people at Columbia Harbor House, if you brought up like literally a duffel bag, they would have filled up your bag, uh, you know, and just dumped all the candy into it because they were just into it. They didn't care, you know five six handfuls of candy in each bag so what you're saying is that the people at columbia harbor house were cooler than the other ones they were that's where the cool kids right. hang out cool kids that's hang where out. the cool kids hang out now you know columbia harbor or the house. bad kids it could have been the bad kids over there the, yeah well the cool kids bad kids you know whatever i i think we should talk about also the special ride experiences that we did um, go right ahead. I, you know, we passed the Mad Tea Party. We didn't write it, but it's different this year because they have new lighting and fog. They, I think they have black lights too. So I mean, it kind of changed. And they had a Halloween theme music playing. Yes, a lot of the I think I think didn't Mind Train have some Halloween music around there too? I thought I heard. I don't know. Didn't go on. It, it. did. Tony, yeah, you got on it. it. I did. Uh, no, the, the the only rides that had um, enhancements this year, uh, the Mad Tea Party, which Isabel and I did, uh, Cheryl and Lily went back to the room early. Um, it was, yeah, you know what? There were different lights in the ceiling. Uh, okay, you know, it wasn't anything they groundbreaking. Fog. They did, but it it was a very short, very short spin, shorter than normal. Um, Space Mountain, they turned off the lights and had a special soundtrack. Did you write it? I did not. 
I wrote it. Oh, Tony. You couldn't well, see have, your hand in front of your anything. face. I'm talking, you Sounds couldn't. Sounds horrible. Christina, I literally, you couldn't see. Your eyes could be open as wide as you do. You know, I really honestly, I wanted to like it, but I like my regular Space Mountain. My problem even with the regular Space Mountain is I have neck issues from a car accident. So in the dark, if I can't see where I'm going and prepare myself, it's a little uh, violent and I end up yeah. hurting my neck. Oh, so you to do definitely a, hurt your neck on those. To do a ride like that in the dark is just out of the question for me. Um, but the third ride that had enhancements was uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. And or Caribbean, depending upon your pronunciation. Did you say Caribbean or Caribbean? Uh, I stay at the uh, Caribbean Beach Resort, but I ride Pirates of the Caribbean. See, oh. I do the same thing, and when I go to the Caribbean, you know, I go to the Caribbean. But isn't but it when it's a Caribbean <laughs> queen? Well, okay, but if you're Billy Ocean, I think you can say whatever you want. Okay. So Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, had uh, the search for Gunpowder Pete. So there were a couple of live actors as you were walking through the queue. Uh, They were interacting with guests. They were generally telling people, you know, be on the lookout for this pirate, you know, this scallywag. Uh, And then when you got on your boat, uh, right when you went past the auction scene on one of the bridges, uh, Gunpowder Pete was up on the bridge and he was yelling down at people. Uh, So, you know, did it really enhance the ride? Yes. It, it, it was, it it was fun. To, it did it was for fun me. to be able to yell back and forth at them. The the only thing I'll say is that the thing that it did was make me want more in the ride itself. Yeah, and there was that one guy on the bridge, but I was kind of hoping like that the redhead would have actually been alive, and I don't know. I'm always hoping that you know Captain Jack Sparrow is the actual real thing. You know, like happy oh, to like a Disneyland. Yeah, like, is that ever going to happen to me? No. no, but I don't. I don't even know if I want it to happen right now because I feel like um, Jumping what's off the, the name boat. of that actor actor who plays him? I can't even remember Johnny now. Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. I feel like Johnny Depp is kind of having some issues. Maybe I really don't want to ha- hang out with Johnny Depp <laughs> in a small boat. You're gonna have to turn Johnny Depp down because you know he's gonna jump off there. Really, Chris Wood. I need to look at all my scars and <laughs> now that that was the first time I, I rode uh, Pirates since they refurbed it I, I did I, notice are that are you kidding but you no. were just there a couple months ago oh we didn't ride it though wow, no we, we rode before the refurb oh okay alrighty and uh, they have improved the cannon shots uh, when <gasps> you're going into the town I don't like that Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> My girls were not big fans either because now you really got splashed. Um, whereas you used to just kind of feel them go past you. I, I, I think they've improved their cannon shot technology. Um, and the red-headed pirate, okay, fine. But I do not enjoy We Wants the Rum. Uh, they replaced We Wants the Redhead with We Wants the Rum. And it just, I don't now, know. Now, why don't you like it? We all know me. We know I like classic stuff. We know that I'm a man of, uh, or, I'm you know, I like age. repetition. I'm a man of a certain I like age. repetition. But no, you know, I, I don't like things to be changed. Okay. You know, I that's not the way the ride was re- designed, written. That's not the storyline. And I just, I, I don't like change. Tony, do you not like Johnny Depp in it? No. Because, I mean, that ride has been changed. No. More, more often no. than and I don't this. like the guys I don't like the women being chased by the guys because that's not what that the scene was too. originally yeah. and... I actually thoroughly enjoy the redhead having a gun 
and some rum, and she's not in a rope anymore. And they're. I have not- to agree with you. the The idea of human beings being tied up is kind of not great for me. So the change, I like the change. I, like I the understand. Change yeah, I and I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. I you know I, I get where you're coming from. Like there are certain things I wouldn't like to see changed at Walt Disney World, but that was far down at the bottom of my list for that one. It was, but you know, with with me, it's also you know those the the voices, not only the characters or the ride, but the voices are iconic. And a lot of the guys who recorded the audio for that stuff have passed. So the auctioneer's voice has changed. Uh, The the crowd has changed. I mean, that would be like if you went into the Haunted Mansion and Thurl Ravenscroft, who also voices the Grinch uh, and sings the Grinch song. But, you know, he has that very deep voice in the Haunted Mansion when they're singing Grim Grinning Ghosts. And if you had had to re-record that and you recorded it with, uh, you know, somebody else... It just it changes the ride experience. Justin Bieber. Just yeah, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too late hey, now just, to say sorry? It's not to get into this discussion to change it, but they they we know why they changed the auction scene. Right. We understand why they did. However, it doesn't change the of what actually happened with pirates back, you know, five hundred years ago in the Caribbean. So it's kind of like they're they kind of they want to change history even though they really can't because that kind of stuff still happened and, and now it's almost comical now because it's like they're auctioning off gifts and chickens and it's like well that really didn't happen but and you know what it's Adam you're right it's going to be just like the ET ride and the ET movie where they're going to take all of the guns because guns are bad and they're going to replace them with walkie talkies now why would pirates have walkie talkies in the 16th what? and 17th century I don't know. They did that in the E.T. ride? No, no, they did it in the movie, but, oh. you know, same same thing. Wait a minute. What? Okay. Well, we didn't know we were missing that. But you yeah. know what, Tony? Well, they, I don't they, actually care that I'm missing it, though. Tony, I'm like, they whatever. Gave, they gave the, the redhead a gun, which I found very interesting that they still use the guns. I was surprised by that, actually. In, that, in those scenes. That's kind of, and they're still firing them off and everything, which right. is interesting. Well, so it kind of has okay a... With that, I guess. I, it kind of still has a place with that, but you know what? I can kind of understand. I have a daughter, and you know, the idea of some a woman being sold or anyone being sold is kind of you know complicated to explain to an eleven year old. And you know, I think it's an upgrade. I I really wish they could get those little mermaids working as you go yes. through. Yes, I loved those because it was such a surprise because you didn't actually know. Like, a lot of people had no idea. They they went through that ride many times. And until you pointed out, look down and listen, they didn't know. But I, I suppose Tony probably didn't like that part either. Oh, the mermaids? Tony. I like Tony. the mermaids. Tony? Yeah. I like the mermaids. Tony likes the mermaids. Okay. Good for you. <laughs> Good job. Okay. But the, so the but mermaids the mermaid are is go. gone now. I, well, I the know. mermaid malfunctioned, so she doesn't get a spot. Yeah. She's done. But, Okay, Tony, tell us a little bit about the special snacks that you can get at Mickey's Not So Scary. Excellent. There are a ton of snacks this year that are special. Uh, The first one, if you're waiting in line for three hours to get a picture with Jack Skellington, uh, you might want to enjoy the Zero Waffle Sunday, which is available in uh, Liberty Square. Um, It is a waffle with um, uh, ice cream and caramel uh, Caramel drizzle, pumpkin-flavored ice cream. I don't know why pumpkin flavoring is such a big thing. I don't get it. 
Um, there's also the Jack Skellington Push Pop, which is a chocolate cake, uh, vanilla buttercream, white chocolate, and dark chocolate crisp pearls with a white chocolate piece. I had uh, that. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. I mean, it wasn't, you know, like I wouldn't have had a second one, but definitely the first one was good. All right. Uh, <laughs> Auntie Gravities in Tomorrowland sells the candy corn soft serve. Uh, as well as the candy corn milkshake, which uh, probably is disgusting as Ugh. it sounds, because I'm not a candy corn person. No, I thought that looked really good. Actually. I love candy corn, but I don't like. I can't the the milkshake with a Mickey shaped marshmallow with cotton candy on top of the. Ugh, no. Yeah, you know who is a fan of of uh, spit oh. it out? Yeah, candy corn. <laughs> who? Who? Hi, Adam Elmer's. Heimlich, Heimlich does. Look, oh, don't talk Heimlich. about Heimlich. That's too sad. Okay. Heimlich. For those of you who don't know, Heimlich's choo choo out in Disneyland. It's gone. Worst ride Terrible. ever. But I love that ride. It just goes in a I circle for like a half a second, and then it's like over. Oh, but it has a certain charm to it. I might buy it. if that ever goes for sale. I might buy it. Well, get a ready ride? to be in a war against all these guys who are thinking the same thing. And then you could just sit in your living <laughs> right. room Two. in your one-bedroom apartment without a car in the front because you will have no money left. Okay. And besides, I'm, I'm like choo-choo trying to drive around. John Stamos has probably already bought it. John yeah. Stamos. No doubt. You He's better like let hard. John Stamos have it, too. We should do a show one day about obscure Disney facts, and one of them should be all the celebrities who are hardcore Disney nerds, because there's a surprising group of them. So, and Stamos anyway. is on the top of the list. But back to Stamos. Stamos. Back anyway. there, yeah, he's I want right to marry John Stamos. Okay, go ahead. Too late. He's married. He's just having a baby. Ugh. So, there's also the not so poison apple cupcake and Halloween cinnamon roll available I in saw. Starbucks. That looks good. No, I saw the cupcake. It looked. It looked like it had a hard life. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, it did? It looks yes. good in this picture that I'm looking at, but maybe that's yeah. just because it's a great picture. Well, even my Jack Skellington, you know, I mean, th- that was pretty photogenic, um, and it, it did look good in person. But, like, did you see the uh, – and I'm sure Tony's going to get to it. Did you see the um, ice cream float? It was Maleficent. What is? Yes, I tried it. It was so unattractive. The lime ice cream – with the chocolate horns. I don't know. It was a lime soft serve. I, I wasn't feeling it, honestly. Um, well, you know, when you have it in that Peter Pan float, it's good because you have the Sprite to kind of mix in it, and it's not as tart. But that ice cream alone, to me, is too tart. I can't do that. And, and I'll be getting to that shortly. Thank um, you. <laughs> so the, um, yeah. the not-so-poison apple cupcake, you know, some of the flavors, this is a red-spiced jumbo apple cupcake. Apple cupcake, you know, once again, I'm, I'm Mr. Plain, um, so it didn't do anything for me. Uh, the Golden Oak Outpost had the caramel pretzel. Somebody in this crew likes caramel. Yeah. Uh, they also had cinnamon donuts and apple cider, as well as an apple, si- apple cider slushy. I know, that looks good. Why was I not over that way? Where was, what was that, what was that Golden close? Oak Outpost. That was at the Golden Oak. Okay. That's probably why you didn't want to go in there, because he had bad I experience. Thought- What's that? The Golden Oak Outpost. I thought it was over by that name. Golden Oak is not. Um, Golden Oak is by uh, Splash. It used to be the, the McDonald's fry cart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're thinking of Diamond Horseshoe. I was thinking of Diamond I would Horseshoe. Have been, I would have been all over that if I had known there were donuts over there. Because I was looking for something, and that's why I ended up getting 
you know, the Jack Skellington thing, but I'd much rather have a donut. Yeah, the Jack Skellington didn't look good to me. It was okay. What what I wish I had grabbed was some actual uh, food, non-sugar type items, which were available over in Picos Bill. Yes. Uh, And they had the Hades nachos, which were uh, black bean tortilla chips with buffalo chicken and nacho cheese sauce. That looks good. Nacho cheese. Uh, They also had the um, worms and dirt. Mm-hmm. My kids. Which every kid and adult kid loves. Um, Aloha Isle had the Hitchhiking Ghost Cream Puff Dessert, which I had. You know, it was nothing groundbreaking. Uh, I really liked the little chocolate work that they had the Hitchhiking Ghosts in there. Um, but the, the, the dessert itself, it, it was a cream puff. Um, the Madame Leota Tart was available in the Liberty Square Market. It's a tart. It it didn't look uh, like yeah, anything fancy. It doesn't sound good. Marshmallow. The Maleficent yeah. waffle cone was lime soft serve with a black waffle cone. Now, I don't know if the waffle cone was made out of... Uh, I've seen the black waffle cones where they're made out of Oreos. Mm-hmm. The crushed Oreos. So, uh, you know, it looks nice. Uh, chocolate horns, uh, green soft serve, and the, the, the cone with some sugar. Um, looks good. Did anybody try it? I tried it. Yeah, the, oh. I took a bite. But I didn't try the cone. I just took a little bite from Mandy's. Oh, did Mandy get it? Yeah, Mandy yeah. and yeah, oh, Samantha. Samantha! I mean, I didn't find it as tart as maybe you did, but I, I, I have a citrus issue because I, can, I, can, I have like a lot of citrus. I wasn't impressed by it at all. I just kind of was like, eh. There, you know, I think these treats are just more fun than anything. I mean, you buy one because you're at the Halloween party. It's not really something that's meant to kind of be, you know, fantastic. Yeah, I think it's, they looked great. Yeah. You know, they, they're a nice little photo opportunity. You know, it right. seems like everybody and their brother these days is photographing their food or their snack and putting it on. And you, you know, hate that, don't the Instagram. you? No, I, I get it. I take pictures of some of my food. Okay. They do have... If you need even more food, a dessert party for the for the fireworks. See, now that's another thing I wouldn't spend money <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I wouldn't because do that I either. think you're missing. Again, you know, there's. I mean, it's the same food they have at the regular dessert party, which sixty nine dollars plus. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you just spent eighty, ninety, or a hundred bucks, depending on the night to go to a party and then you're going to spend another $70 to go have 30 minutes of desserts. And <laughs> and I don't know that that's the best location for the fireworks. I still say it's not that great. So Yeah. Did you see the, the Cosmic There's Rays a had a Munster Smash Burger? Yes. I was afraid of that. With a black bun, mustard cheese, tater yeah. tots, and sriracha aioli. Ugh. It looks like it's got a strip of bacon on it, too. Oh, it's just so much going on it there. It just looks like a lot. But the launching pad, I think, was one of the only places besides Casey's that you could just get a hot dog or, or pretzel or something. Right. Um, like some they food, do, food. They do shut down a lot of the regular quick service locations during the party. So just be advised that... If you're rushing into the park and you haven't had dinner yet, try to get something early because as the night goes on, they will close those locations. Oh, and we didn't talk about, they had really cool popcorn buckets. They did have cute buckets. They were expensive though. Oh yeah, they were expensive. They didn't hold a lot of popcorn, like the Oogie Boogie one, super cute. Tiny. But I mean, it had just like a little spot to throw some popcorn in it. And I was like, eh, you know. 
Yeah. You know, you mentioned Casey's, and that was the first time we had been back to Casey's since November, and I noticed two things. One, the liquid cheese is no longer self-service <laughs> in your condiment bar. Tragedy. You used to be able to grab cheese and throw it on your fries. Uh, they actually keep it in back now, and they charge you a quarter uh, or like 50 cents if you want some of the liquid cheese. Do you uh, get a substantial amount, or is it just like a tiny little like paper cup? It, it's one of those little uh, collapsible, expandable paper cups that you would get yeah. you know, at your local huh. you know, takeout type place. Okay. Um, and the other thing is, ever since I was a kid, I was always amazed by the condiment dispenser in Casey's. You know, if you press the red button, the ketchup comes out. If you press the white button, it was mayonnaise, and the yellow button was mustard. Yeah. And they all came out of one nozzle, um, which was genius, you know, because it was mm-hmm. so space age in 1970-whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's no longer there. Uh, you know, they had ketchup packets. You, know, you could still when- do your own sauerkraut and stuff, but the, the condiment dispensers were... Or now manual. When you saw that they changed the condiment dispenser, did like you hear that music that plays when little Tony starts to die a little bit? Little wall. Little, little, little wall. Little Sorry. wall. Actually, yeah. th- this time it was a combination of that and like that Debbie Downer. Wah, oh. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I think I think we need that's that's another thing is I actually think we need to do a show on things that would devastate us if they changed at Disney. Oh, they've because done it. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's already past that point, okay? Yeah, poor Tony. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go solo for a while and just do the Grumpy Old Disney Man podcast. I, I think you like should. That. I would listen to Grumpy Old Disney Man podcast. I will tell you that I would. Uh, Grumpy Old Man it. would not be a fun listen. Oh, it would be. Well, I'd just be like, you know, I'm hated. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> My slippers are too tight. <laughs> He's a rant. I can make a theme song for it. It would be funny. So is there any special merchandise that you can buy at the party? Yeah, there actually is. They have they have all of your Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular merchandise. They've got like a snow globe, an ornament, a mug that looks like a cauldron, like a little bag and stuff. They've got t-shirts obviously they actually have a lot of that kind of merchandise so people that are really into that show there's quite a bit of different items that you can purchase that's individual to that particular show do they have you know like pins or t-shirts just for the halloween party yes they do they have some that just says mickey's not so scary halloween party with the date they have special mickey ears that you can buy that's like the mickey hat with the ears on it that's orange and black and it's got the the mickeys on there that tony doesn't like the new drawn mickeys so yeah and the merchandise this year several shirts that's the mickey that's on it it's the mickey and the mini that are the new style of Mickey Mouse. So the actual the 2018 party shirts, it's the, the and I like that Mickey. Um, so I'm okay with it. But you know, Tony also doesn't like that. No, he doesn't like that's change. They have an orange bird. So orange birds seem to be like a theme too, because the um, I think what you see, what you're seeing a lot of is things that are kind of throwback, whether or not it's it's Orange Bird. Like, Orange Bird has been this kind of retro throwback for a while. Um, and, again, with the movie, you know, the um, 
Hocus Pocus movie. You know, people kind of like that nostalgic stuff. So you're seeing a lot of that in the park. You see it at Christmas time with the sort of like retro Mickey on a lot of things. Yeah. Which probably makes Tony happy. Yes. So. And but, but, Orange um, Bird was on uh, the our limited release pen for the Halloween party. And he is also on he or she. I'm not really sure 100% on the gender of the bird. Orange Bird's got to be a boy, right? See, I don't Something know. About- I think he's a boy. Orange Bird is gender fluid. Okay. Orange Bird <laughs> hasn't chosen a side yet. Okay. So I Orange Bird is also on the uh the card that you get whenever you go and ask them for the special card for Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. So Orange Bird's on it too. I love Orange Bird though. So I'm cool. I love with that. Orange Bird too. Well Orange Bird and the Citrus Royal kinda go together though. They're so cute. I know if yeah. they just change that orange juice. I think we've covered it all. I would highly recommend going to the party at least once. I think it's a lot of fun. And if you go, by all means, please dress up. So I think that's a, that's a one piece of advice I would give everyone. Oh, yeah. And um, if you dress up, put a picture on our Mouse and More podcast yeah. page. I'd like to thank all of you for joining me tonight. I know it's really, really late, and that's partially my fault for falling asleep. <laughs> so if you like us, follow us on social media. We are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We are on Facebook. You can find us in a private group and ask us any kind of questions you will. Okay, not any kind of questions. <laughs> I mean, some things we probably won't cover. But feel free to ask us any of your travel questions, particularly if they are rated related to our favorite place called Disney World or Disneyland or Disney Cruise Line and we'd be happy to chat with you oh yeah we're always on there always we have no life all right <laughs> thanks a lot and good night bye good day. bye everyone good day bye, bye. Good day, everyone. <laughs> uh, my Australian accent and it's uh... bad.